That is such a dick in the ass. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. world Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Hello and welcome to episode number 86. We got an 86 this episode. Let's 86 everything and everyone. <laughs> That's one way to do it. Everybody's like, what's that mean? 86. Did Where did get- that come from? Where did that come from? Anybody know? 86. I'm, I'm sure somebody does. I think I, I knew once, but I've forgotten how that became a thing. Yeah, 86, that guy means, you know, throw him out. Throw that bum out. But it's in the uh, restaurant industry when you're taking something off of the, uh, when you're taking something off the menu when they're out of it, it is 86-ing it. Yeah, but why 86, why not 85 or 87? Because 86 is way cooler like this episode. <laughs> All right. Like, what is the origin? I mean, that is the question. 86 term, and we can go to Wikipedia as the uh, the internet often does, or now they do that by going to a chat bot of some sort or another. Uh, Do we have a troll room going? Does anybody in there know? They they don't know. We have to 86 them all. They don't know. It, 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 it says it indicates an item is no longer available. Traditionally, food or drinks establishment uh, okay. getting rid. So it hmm. means uh, in the 1970s, it expanded to refer to murdering somebody, which I mean, that in New York, that oh, was probably the really? uh, like, hey, Larry, we need to 86 that Bemrose guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm, I don't remember that one. I mean, it used to be like, uh, what was a big thing the mobsters used to say? Well, God, used to be fond of saying, put a rocket in his pocket because he was such a, a, a poet, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I don't remember that for that. 86 to me was always like throw him out of the game or throw him out of the bar, throw him out of the restaurant, what it was a throw out thing. But the, the murder thing I missed. So it must have been a different crew in a different borough. Maybe that's what they said in the Bronx or something. I don't know. It is. Uh, let's see. There are many theories on the origin, but none are certain. So it's one of these mysteries. Uh, okay. All right. It seems to have originated in the 1920s or 30s, and the possible origins are that it rhymed with Nick's. So you 86, but oh, that's a good one. I like that. That's got some logic. Yeah, it could yeah. be that. Uh, so what see. if you pig Latinized 86 like Ixnay on it, right? So how would you say that? Yeah, very confusing. Very confusing. Yeah. Walter Winchell wrote about this in 1933 in his syndicated on Broadway column. In this, the code 13 meant that a boss was around if you were a soda jerk. 81 was a glass of water, and 86 meant all out of it. So that could have also been uh, huh. author Jeff- 88. 88 was Heil Hitler for all the right. skinheads. Right. Yes. That okay. the bar Chumley's at 86th and Bedford Street in the West Village of Lower Manhattan was the source. Uh, he claims oh. that police would call during the prohibition a raid and tell the bartender to 86 his customers. 
meaning they should exit out the 86 Bedford Street door. See, there's a lot of interesting. Uh, a lot of, lot of stuff. That's all good. It's rich stuff. I like it all. The more you learn by listening to Planet Rage, by coming along on the, the journey, coming along on the tour, it's guided. Yes, so you have to and I'm sorry I missed work. last week. So I apologize for that, but I was. God knows where I was. I don't know, <laughs> Mexico or Missouri, someplace. I Things happen. Uh, no big deal. Yeah. I mean, the real yeah. question is, how's Moose doing? Thank you. Moose is Moose. Boy, that guy's tough, man. He uh, he bounced back very nicely. And, uh, you know, he's back to his old nasty self again. <laughs> you know, he's a typical poodle. You know, when he wants something, he's a more let me kiss you and lick you. I love you. Right. But, you know, once his belly's full, it's like, fuck off. Don't bother me. Don't even pet me. <laughs> really? That's the way he operates. I don't know why I keep him. I keep him because the kids love him. That's it. But he's even mean to them sometimes. So, you know, but he get, see, the cuter you are, you can get away with that. He is very cute. And the thing is, too, he has it's he's, you know, he totally he loves women. I'm the only guy he'll tolerate. If, you know, if you're a dude, it's like he hates your guts. So, so he's yeah. a typical guy. We're like, hey, I get it. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and we will. I mean, just it's your pointing out that you missed last week. I do have a root canal redo next Monday. So, oh uh, no, is that is that reared its <laughs> ugly head again? I thought you were done with that shit, Darren. What's no, going on? Now? I just kept putting it off because it really wasn't oh. bothering me, and then it started bothering me again. So I figured I'd call oh. and make the appointment. And uh, so next week I've got that on Monday. I go see the retina guy on Tuesday. It's going to be a doctor week. I might just end up uh, blowing a lot of things off. Shit, what an exciting week. Now, what's the retina deal? Is that it's just a checkup or is there something? No, it's just the uh, regular checkup. But this was the one where he's talking about maybe doing the uh, some kind of injections in there, some new thing that they're doing, Ooh. which uh, which might bring some vision back in the bad eye, though. So that's uh, OK. It, it'll be interesting to see how that all works out. He just wanted to uh, you know, make sure that everything is where it needs to be for that to happen. Yeah. Which, I mean, people hear needles in the eye, but it's like, if the alternative is not seeing, it's like, yeah, give me those needles. Give me that needle. Jab me. And I mean, for all of the retinal surgeries, they pretty much did like a, uh, like any normal surgery would, you would hope that you go completely under and then you wake up and you'd have no memory of that. But when they did the lens in that eye, which really didn't do any good because the retina wasn't there, but mm. For the lens replacement, which is basically, if anybody's had cataract surgery, I'm assuming it's very similar, maybe a little bit more complex, but uh, similar to having the cataract surgery done for that one. They just gave me a Valium and was awake while the guy's like, you know, cutting into your eye, taking the lens out, putting the new lens in, chatting with you. You're a tough guy. See, if that happened to me. I just ask for a German shepherd and a long cane and scream for mommy. That'd be it. I wouldn't, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't deal. I'm very, very impressed by that, that you dealt with that. Very impressed. No, I appreciate it. I mean, for that it was not fun. I will give you that, yeah. but there, there's a, at some point you just have to, uh, you kind of have the attitude you were, as you were talking about in the latest, that Larry show with moose just bouncing back. You know, you yeah. just, you kind of go, well, okay, you can either sit there and wallow in it or you go make the best of it. And, uh, yeah. it's, it's not always easy to make that decision, but in the long run, yeah. it kind of works out. Although, you know, in Chicago this weekend, 27 shot five fatally. Woo. 
Well, that's, you know what? That's weak because I saw this blurb in my former home state <laughs> over the 4th of July weekend, 68 dead on California highways. Damn. Yeah. And so here's what's really frosted me when I read this thing. Cause I read and read and read and says, you know, all kinds of bullshit. It's because, uh, first, <laughs> the first COVID <laughs> the fucking excuse for everything. Lightning, mosquitoes, COVID, COVID. You know, some bullshit like, well, there were a lot of people were off the roads and now they're all back. It, you know, nonsense. And then some drunk stuff, but not one fucking line, not a not a, a word about texting while driving. And I want to tell you, after just completing a thirty five hundred mile haul, about two and five fucking drivers out there at any place at any time are texting. And that's what's killing people. Damn. Well, just imagine yeah. the ones that are texting while also drunk or high on weed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I always say, I'd prefer to be uh, share the road with a drunk than a texture because at least the drunk is probably looking at the road. Yes. Yes. They're trying to you pay know? attention. He's trying. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the texters, he's gone. He might as well. He's in another zip code. So it doesn't matter. Well, yeah. It's so easy but, for your brain to just turn off, especially, you know, well, I thought it was interesting on one of the the Taylor Swift groups that I'm on on Facebook. Yeah, I'll admit it. I'm on some of the merchandise groups. And there was one guy like, oh, I really like this girl and she doesn't like me and she doesn't like my music. So I listened to all the Taylor Swift songs and I made I made a list of like the top 25 songs and I sent them to her and this is what she responded. And he's cutting and pasting this. And I'm like, what is this how people ask people out now? I mean, you have really? daughters in college and high school. Is this normal to get like a weird like text message from somebody that they know and like asking them out yeah. and saying they like them in a text message? They would never tell me. They would only share that <laughs> intel with mommy because they'd afraid of, they'd be afraid I might snap and reach for a weapon or something. <laughs> right. So. Depending on who the guy is. It's like that could be yeah. the worst thing he could have possibly yeah. done. So they don't they don't tell me that stuff, but it's possible. I mean, I believe anything. Yeah. And it's just so bizarre. Can you just imagine like, okay, you're driving along and all of a sudden you finally get the response like, no, screw you. I would never date you. Well, then you're going head on into whatever's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You got to pay attention it's, to the road. You, d you do. And in fact, um, a couple of trips ago doing this, um, we use Waze instead of uh, the Google map thing because Waze gives it. It's great for early notification of police. Right. It's yes. Like or anything cops, on the road. Yeah. Junk in the road, whatever. But they, the, but the cops must fucking hate ways. I mean, it's got to be killing the revenue stream. Well, um, I'm surprised they still have those alerts on there because I think Google bought ways. So I'm kind of surprised they weren't oh, pressured they? to uh, I really? believe so. Uh, oh, OK. Because there's a thing with ways you can drive invisible if you want. Right. Which I do all the time now, because before somebody on the road that somehow through ways was like, um, what's the word? Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, kind of, uh, harassing us, you know, where are you? Who are you? I could see it was really fucking creepy and weird, you know, <laughs> so you're just trying to get someplace and you could get these pop-up messages on, on ways saying, you know, I'm right behind you. It's very unnerving. <laughs> yes. So, yes, it is. Yeah. Like we don't yeah. want that kind of information. No, no, don't want that. Don't need that. But it's interesting to have these little sensors in all of the vehicles in front of you or behind you, because then it allows the app to know real time where the issues are. And then you see, oh, there's a vehicle on the side of the road. As you pass it, it's like, is that vehicle still there? 
Yes. And that's how it gets all of this information. And the crowdsourcing thing is very interesting, but uh, there's definitely a privacy concern there. If you don't want people to know where you are, obviously the app knows exactly where you are at all times to give you the information that it needs to give you. Yeah. It's all creepy. I hate it all. Make it all go away, Darren. Everything but this. Right. Our computers, this connection, the rest of it, just fucking flame it. Make it gone. Yeah, because social media, <laughs> I was going to pull some clips on it, and it's like, okay, we, we pick on Bandrew too much, but he had a really good, uh, oh, we love Bandrew. He had a great take on this new meta uh, threads, or his threads, or I know Adam Curry likes to roll that H when he says threads. I don't know why. Does he? Yes. Well, okay, I have another one for you. Why do he, and I think also, john always say they don't say measure they say measure where's that coming from <laughs> i don't know right there's a yeah. lot of I mean, things in that show that have uh you yeah. think it's hard I mean, to I get the adam i get the adam thing he's he's originally european right but dvorak where's that from there's that so. etymology it's just like the 86 thing some things start in the show <laughs> and yeah. no agenda that you're like you really have to go digging that most of the time adam and john won't even know like where did this start i don't know yeah. So it's not an in joke like, uh, you know, uh, M5M or something. The major is just some weird pronunciation. Probably. Right? And I mean, okay. the beauty now with all the AI stuff is all of those no agendas will be converted if they already have not into transcripts, yeah. which can be easily searched through. And you want to know when they're the not going to do. Tell me they're not going to do that to this show, are they? I mean, it's it's hard to stop anybody from doing it. Shit, dude. I know. These are there's, there. There may be some problematic language in these uh, shows. <laughs> Good word choice, there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not legal advice. Uh, yeah. But uh, Andrew had a great take on this whole thing, which is like, I- I'm not, I'm not doing another social media. I don't need another social media. People don't need another social media. Yeah. He was taking a lot of glee in the fact that if you just attached the new threads account to your existing Instagram account, the only way to delete your threads account was to also delete your Instagram account, which I read something like that. Yeah. And it's like, I, you know, this is just the current way of the world because the concept that the internet was going to bring everybody together. We've talked about it a lot. It's never going to happen. And what you're going to end up having is a different social media for conservatives. You're going to have a different social media for liberals. You're going to have a different social media for just about every little subset. And they will rarely cross paths. Because the liberals don't want to hear the conservatives. The conservatives don't want to hear the liberals. There's a lot of people who don't want to hear any politics. So they're going to want to get away from both of those groups. Yes. All true. And they're just yeah, going to, we're just going to live in our own little, what's that, that uh, submersible that uh, went down a couple <laughs> weeks ago, just little, little metal bubbles like that. You know, that's where it's headed. I Hopefully guess. we're not using carbon fiber as the hull. No. And, uh, oh, is that what that was made of? Was it carbon fiber? Yeah. Was it? No shit. And the problem was there were multiple physicists and experts in the field of ocean going vessels that were like, mm-hmm. uh, you don't want to use that. And the really? owner was like, yeah, screw really? you. It's, 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 this is, I'm, I'm doing, this is innovation. It's a miracle substance stronger than steel. Uh-huh. 
Uh, yet it wow. had never been tested under these conditions, and it seems like yeah. it made it X amount of dives, and then, well, yeah. we know what happened. You know, it's a couple of years ago, I started getting served up ads on Facebook from some, some Yahoo that was mag- manufacturing a fucking carbon fiber guitar, an acoustic guitar, and there's the pitch, the guy's driving a truck over this fucking guitar. Of course, it sounded like shit. Right. But, but you can drive a car over at, it. You can, you can drive a car over it. I thought, oh, what a what a moronic idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's only a moronic idea until somebody runs over your guitar with a car. <laughs> and then it seems like it was genius. Yeah, maybe. So. But this is, again, somebody that's making a, a guitar coming from the outside who does not understand the tonal properties of different hardwoods and how all these things affect right. the yeah. overall. It's amazing. And there's some uh, YouTube channels that will take you through the process of some of these great luthiers who start from scratch and match the wood and, you know, build the whole okay. thing and explain it all. And it's just like, this is half art and half mathematics that neither one of them each you know, separately, most people can never figure out to be able to do both is amazing. Yeah. Yes, this is true. Yeah, that's one of the things I'm going to miss about L.A. I had a guy there. He was, uh, I don't know if you could call him a luthier. I think a luthier technically builds guitars, right? But he, he would rebuild them and fix anything. And he was, his, his name was Eric. It was Eric's Guitar Shop in Van Nuys, California. And uh, for a while, he put out these wonderful bumper stickers uh, which were at the counter <clears throat> and they said, we're not happy until you're not happy. Right. <laughs> that is a great but slogan. Every, it was great. But every time I went to Eric's, there's always, I mean, it, you name it. I mean, every fucking, you know, shredder and major guy ever in history, he, Eric worked on his guitars and, uh, I don't know how I got there. Anyway, um, I'm going to miss Eric. I don't know why I went there. Brain fart. Well, Next. we were talking about guitars. And yeah. really, you get us started on guitars and you can go down a rabbit hole that uh, you can. You can, And it is. You're right. It's it's a, it's art and science, but I think it's a lot more art, you know, when you really get into it. Um, so. So there I like there's a, a new documentary out on uh, I think it's on Slash, not on uh, Joe Perry. But the, the story resurfaced, which I had heard a few years ago that uh, Joe Perry from Aerosmith, when he fell on tough times, because Aerosmith, they were big. For a while, and then they totally crashed. Yes, and he needed Christmas money, so he sold his Gibson Les Paul. Well, I forget what year it was, but it's one that like there was almost zero of them out there, so it was worth yes. a pretty penny, you know, quarter yep. of a million bucks, something like that. Mm-hmm. And when he start getting some more money back, he start looking for his guitars again. He had all of his guitar techs and stuff looking for him, and one day the guitar tech comes in with an uh, issue of guitar magazine or whatever guitar magazine it was. And he opens it up and there's slash with all of his guitars. And right in the middle was Joe Perry's old uh, Gibson. So I guess uh, Joe Perry tried to buy it back from him. And he's like, no. And uh, he's Joe Perry was finally like, you know what? I'm not, I, we're, we're buddies. I'm not going to keep hassling you. The guitar means a lot to me, but I get it. Why it means a lot to you and blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'll never bring it up again. He's like, and at my 50th birthday party, I'm out there jamming and my guitar tech hands me this guitar. And he's like, yeah, Slash has this for you. Pretty cool. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like a half. By that point, it was like a half a million dollar guitar. And uh, oh, yeah. And, and, and Slash is the truth and, and he deserves all he gets. But 
Joe Perry, I think, is is a very underrated guy. He's fucking fantastic, but they never sort of drop his name in the company of you know some other greats like that. And they should. Guy's terrific. It's probably because the when you have a show off like Steven Tyler at the front of yeah, the band, that's it. You're right. You're right. That's it. That's you kind it. of fade right shade over. Uh huh. You're right. You fade right into the background. No yeah. question about it. Years back, I uh, hosted this uh, charity auction thing for the local parish. And, you know, they give away all kinds of stuff like, uh, oh, God, a, a meet and greet with uh, Vin Scully. who uh, They can't give that away anymore. And uh, <laughs> if you could, I mean, that would be a lot of money right there. Wouldn't that be so? That'd be a lot of money. Uh, but, you know, stuff like that trips to the, you know, the Reagan, a private tour of the Reagan Ranch and you know, things like that. And um, back to back, I they, they, one of the offerings was lunch with Luke Skywalker himself, Mark <laughs> Hamill. Not not a single bid, nothing, nothing. And then right behind it, somebody had donated this punk of shit um, Offender Squire, which of course is you know a drop down from a Telecaster. And this thing was a dog. I, I don't even think it was made in Korea. I think it was made you know at another planet. You know, the frets were all uneven and they were sharp and it just it was just, you know, it was just terrible. It's a terrible guitar, but it had been signed by Slash and that was verified. The provenance was there, was there. Boom. Like that. Five grand. <laughs> nice. Just the signature yeah. alone. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see that. But uh, yeah, mentioning L.A. and music, there was uh, a lot made from a few comments that Ice-T made about L.A. So I figured we oh, can, what do you say? This? So when you come to L.A., L.A. is an illusion. It just looks so peaceful and so cool. <laughs> L.A., when you get off the airport, you're going to go to West L.A. more than likely. You're going to come up above Wilshire. It's beautiful up there. There's fucking 50 square miles of niggas down on the flat grounds of L.A. Not only black, but Mexicans. You got 18th Street. You got Harpies. You have um, MS-13. You got White Fence. You got a gang. You're coming here. You've got money. They don't. Mm -hmm. You could be victimized Mm -hmm. because they're hungry. Are they out to get you because you're out of town? No. Mm -hmm. They're just out to get Anybody. Anybody. They'll yep. rob me. You see the size of my chain? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got on a nice watch, but mm-hmm. when I'm in the hood, this shit is not, you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> yeah. like, we just seen him in the Phantom or in the Ghost. Mm-hmm. We didn't know, but I'm mm-hmm. dead. Yeah. That's LA. Wow. It is. He's, he's absolutely right. It's very deceptive. Very deceptive as a place. And, and LA, unlike, for instance, you take New York or Philly or Pittsburgh, you know, places like that. When you when you're in danger in New York or those cities, you know it because everything looks shitty. <laughs> right. <laughs> Things right. Just, you know, you t- you, even in Manhattan, you can be walking down a street in Manhattan and, you know, it's nice office buildings or this or that. You, then you turn a corner and it's like, whoa, back up fast, you know, <laughs> reverse gear because it just looks horrible, you know. But in L.A., it's not that way. You can be in the some of the very worst neighborhoods. They don't look that bad. Yeah, it's nice little houses. There's still palm trees. There might be some lawns. You know, maybe there's some rusting cars on top of them. But it's just it just doesn't have the horrible get back, stay away, danger, danger. You know. So yeah, he's 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 correct. That's the way it is. And everything is fake there. Everything. And he was also uh, quoted in an article I saw elsewhere blaming this all on the zero bail. 
which you know that's a big right yeah yeah it's a big liberal tenant right now well i hope he bitch slapped newsom as well like yeah this is you know a guy that knows he he knows what he's talking about i mean he's gonna be the democratic nominee and uh you know 24 just bet on it there's no doubt it's gonna be newsom yeah after driving california right down the shitter you know, right. Ice T pointed out yeah. like what percentage of people reoffend if you're zero percent. You know, if you got zero bail, sure. they're back out on the street. They're committing more crimes. It's like this again. It's a very yeah. simple fix. Hold the criminals responsible. Well, I think you've you've been saying this as long as you've been doing this show, maybe before that it's by design, and they're attempting to crash the system. And I think his scumbags like Gascon and and uh, his counterparts in, in major cities around the country, all Soros appointed. That's what they're doing. That's the idea. Cause chaos, you know, up and yes. everything. Right. Because it's unfair. You know, there's way too many of a certain demographic in prison. So there must be a problem with the system. Must be. It's like, well, the system. Yes, there is a problem with the system, but that's coming from education, from family structure, from religion, all sorts of different things. Yeah. The concept that you shouldn't hold people responsible for the crimes they commit based upon the color of their skin i mean it's crazy and all of these folks who consider like oh we're the supreme court is taking rights away you know with the affirmative action stuff it's like no it's treating it's literally treating people equal is what should happen and nobody will ever admit to the fact it's like well no this is you should give these people a a better chance of getting in whether it's because of the color of their skin or because of their gender or whatever. And it's like, but that's not fair. Everybody should be judged based upon their merit. Now, you know, more. And of course, you know, we go to the Miss Universe pageant and now in the Netherlands, they're putting guys out there as the winner. So How about that? Huh? Wow. <laughs> wow. Not an attractive guy either, which, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the picture. I wasn't impressed. Yeah. It's like, how far down the rabbit hole do you have to get? I wouldn't call it a rabbit hole anymore, Darren. I think it's more of a sewer line. Yeah. You say? It is. It is. And we just keep on flushing. <laughs> just keep on yeah. flushing. Now, you've got a clip here. handle. <laughs> about to be speaking of sewers, a New York City yes. mayor demanding respect. Is this a good place to go here? You could go there. Sure. Sure. I yeah. mean, I love when the liberals demand respect. I'm going to stop you a lot in this one. Just forewarned I me mean, yeah. warm up my hands here get the fingers ready <laughs> crack those knuckles stop stop why is what okay. is the question why is new york city what you know, it's very hard to understand. She wasn't Mike properly, but I, I stopped you there because you can hear, I think, quite audibly her call him Mr. Mayor. Yes. Right. I, I don't notice any things like, hey, fuck face or <laughs> shithead or I'm, I'm not hearing anything like right, that. Right. This isn't you know, that Larry a, show sitting out there at right, the microphone. Exactly. <laughs> like, hey, okay. commie punk piece of shit. Let me ask you a question. Exactly. Yeah. So I haven't heard anything like that. And, um, you know, so bear that in mind when you as as we as we segue into his response to her and um it, but everything is so fucked up because because if you read these stories and it was picked up everywhere um 
if everybody now, no matter what the story is, first their 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 background and their ethnicity has to be qualified. So it's like a tip off. Do, do you like this person? Do you like? It's so fucked up because the first thing is that she's an eighty four year old Holocaust survivor, which is great. You know, congratulations, good for look, good for you. Glad you made it. Um, but that's you notice that's where every story now is is someone's age and their ethnicity, and that's just awful, you know. But anyway. We can continue. Okay, first, if you're going to ask a question, don't point at me and don't be disrespectful to me. I'm the man. Stop. Stop. When the fuck did pointing at someone become disrespectful? Not in uh, in current times, I don't believe. I mean, I think I think there was a point like back in like the 1950s, maybe. That because there really? was something where like pointing was a, but now uh, that went away a long time ago. I mean, I don't, I don't think he's I, that old to, uh, yeah. Well, there, you know, there's a video with this, and she's clearly a very old, elderly woman. She's got a great, strong voice. Good for her. And yeah, she's, she's kind of pointing. And I, you know, I mean, but I don't know where, where does he get that from? I, I you know, I, I don't understand that at all. Yeah, it's certainly not something that I've heard in a long time. Yeah. Let's see uh, here. Sciencefocus.com. Why is it rude to point? So, I mean, there are uh, in many Hmm. cultures, including ours, pointing at people is considered rude because it's associated with blame allocation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then fucking own up to it, buddy boy, Eric. (laughs) Yeah, you deserve some blame. So Uh take it like a man. Says also by pointing at someone, you automatically and without their consent, make them an object of scrutiny. Good. That's what politicians are supposed to be fucking scrutinized. Uh huh. It says yeah. this taboo That's, does not goes with the territory cuddles. Right. Yeah. Well, if you're going to be mayor of freaking New York City, I would expect to be. Yeah. Uh, I'd expect a yeah. lot of single finger salutes, but it wouldn't be the pointing finger. Exactly. You know, you think of uh, you know an ex, a certain ex president had a fucking shoe hurled at his head, yeah. and all he did was duck and laugh. He didn't give somebody a lecture about respect. Who our buddy uh, Boobery, the Mothman of the Miniocalypse from the uh, Behind the Squeam show, he he points out, and this is true, Disney employees will not point at anything because it's considered rude. They what, use at anything like, wait a minute, if you say which way is the magic castle, the uh, the cylinder, whatever the fuck the castle, they can't point that way. No, really? they use like three fingers, oh, three fingers. They they will not point. They'll, you have to use the three fingers. So it, it's more of a uh, like open hand thing rather than a single finger. So it's part pointing, part scouts honor. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, oh. Now the in the in the uh, southern Mexico, it's not considered rude to point at others. So this is not a universal thing, but for some cultures it is and some it is not. Now, oh. I don't know where uh, Mayor Adams grew up, but I'm doubting it was a big deal to point a finger at somebody. I would doubt it. I would doubt it. Yeah. But it seems like he's just mad that somebody's saying they don't like what he's doing. So this is the typical democrat response which is to blame the person bringing up the point right and be like no no you're being rude I'm well not, it's more I, than that if, as, as this goes on you're going to see there's there's a lot more uh texture to it than just i think you're rude oh a lot more me i'm the mayor of this city and treat me with the respect i would i deserve to be treated i'm speaking to stop. you stop stop you, you're treat gonna make the case with that- the respect i deserve to be treated okay Here's what Cuddles Adams doesn't get. 
I don't think his vocabulary is very strong, so I'm going to school him a little. (laughs) What he's doing is confusing respect with civility. And that woman was absolutely behaving in a civil way. She wasn't abusive. She wasn't insulting. She pointed. That's her prerogative. Um, But he wants respect. Guess what, Adams? You don't fucking deserve respect. Nobody, nobody deserves respect. You have to earn it. But he doesn't know that. And he thinks that because he's living in Gracie Mansion and he's a public employee, he's forgotten all about that part of the equation, being an employee, being a civil servant. He thinks he's a fucking emperor. Okay, that's what's going on in his little tiny brain. Yeah, well, it's another way to deflect. They did this with Obama. Anytime anybody disagreed with them, they were racist. Well, yeah. in this case, well, no, you're just disrespecting me. It's like, well, no, I'm just disagreeing with what you say. She's just disagreeing with what he says. But even if she were, that goes with the territory. Oh, you yeah. were a fucking public servant. Get that through your head. And you know what? You may be mayor of New York. That does not that does not engender respect. You know, think about other world leaders that make you a peanut, okay? You know, Mao was a, he was, you know, emperor, whatever the fuck he was of China, over a billion people. Adolf, what was it, 60, 80 million that he ran? Uh, Mao, you know, Stalin, lots of of people rise to really heady uh, stations in life. Doesn't mean they're not scumbags, and it certainly doesn't mean they deserve respect. No, and New York is losing people quicker than they're gaining rats. So, I mean, it's... uh yeah. Your your yeah. your, uh, your kingdom is kind of shrinking there. Yeah. To be treated. I'm speaking to you as an adult. Don't stand in front like you treated. Listen someone. to the stop. Yeah, so the he's getting a fucking round. He's getting a fucking round of applause for this. Where was this? It's at? unbelievable. Yeah. Where where are the people so far it, with their heads up their ass that they're like, oh yeah. yes, oh yeah. You tell him, mayor. You tell him, emperor, emperor Adams. Unbelievable. Well, it is uh, a lot of the Kool Aid being drank. Oh, man, is it ever? You know, and I saw some of the comments about this. And most often was, he's an elected official. He's an elected official. He does it. So what? It's incredible how fucked up people's perspective are on politicians. Yeah, this is true. Public service. um, Yeah. Where's the service part? Right. And dealing with the public. I know I'm a public servant. I really don't want to deal with the public, though. Yeah. And I don't really I want to serve. Yeah. And, and don't and, and don't, don't don't disagree with me. Don't point your finger. Just kiss my ass because I'm I'm your leader. Really? That's that's where this guy's coming from. In front, like you treated someone that's on the plantation that you own. Whoa. Oh, Where'd that oh, come from? Oh, yeah. oh, 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 hold on there, Slick. Where the fuck does that come from? Well, you know where it comes from. It comes from the Saul Alinsky yes. playbook. Yes. Like I said, this was it with Barack Obama. You remember, we're old enough to remember when Barack Obama was elected president for the very first time. And we had a honeymoon that lasted about 36 minutes, which was, oh, the country has finally moved beyond this. This is a great kumbaya moment. We have moved forward. And then day number one, any politician or citizen that disagreed with some of Obama's more liberal policies was deemed a racist scumbag. Yes. And this is exactly what you get here. Oh, you don't like somebody. You don't like a black guy as president. I'm like, no, no, I just don't like this black guy as president. (laughs) You know, that's the big difference. And that's it's it's so hard for people to know how to respond to something like that, because this is the easy way to go. And there's no 
There's no way to back around it when you're dealing with people that are completely just brainwashed or they know what they're doing and they're going to go after you and say you're a racist. You're not going to convince those people that you're not. You can't have a legitimate argument with them. The minute when somebody comes out like this and says to you, well, you're just wishing I was back on the plantation. It's like, walk away. You're not getting anywhere. No. It's sad that this is the mayor of New York, but while we brought that back a little bit, I want to hear that in more in context again. Sure. Deserve to be treated. I'm speaking to you as an adult. Don't stand in front like you treated someone that's on the plantation that you own. Okay, so uh, do we think this woman owned a plantation? No. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, if I was this woman, I'd be like, I survived the Holocaust, asshole. I mean, what your yeah. what your ancestors went through was nothing by comparison. Hmm. But no, this again, just reality does not exist anymore. Give me the respect I deserve and engage in a conversation up here in Washington Heights. I would say you would deserve no respect, though. So this is no the respect. Thing. If you're now, you, you, you deserve you do that guy deserves contempt and ridicule because yes. his head is swollen. He thinks he's something he's not. Well, this he is how stupid he is. What his job is. He's a fucking moron and he doesn't understand that his job is to serve the people of New York City and they're entitled to point to, at him. And talk in his face and tell him they don't like what he's doing. That's their right. But here's a little pro tip for everybody. Just say, if you're having this kind of an argument with somebody, I want you to treat me with respect. Never add the respect I deserve because that could be lowered quite a lot. But, but again, that's, that's, that's still not the correct word choice. Treat me with civility, which she yes. did. She was not uncivil. She was not abusive. She was not insulting. She just stated her, herself or her, her case very clearly and succinctly with a, a remarkably forceful voice for an 87 year old woman. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with the way, with what no. she said or the way she addressed that guy. Nothing. This is all his fucking ego problem. That's well, and it's because he, he, doesn't have a, he doesn't have an answer for what she's saying. So this is where you go. Right. Right. Very disingenuous for, especially for a grown ass man. To be getting yelled but at she, by an old woman and be like, oh, she, oh, no, you're not treating me with respect. Yeah, what she keeps what she tells us multiple times that he's all grown up. Well, hooray. Applause <laughs> for you there. Cupcake. Good boy. Good, good, good. Wear your big boy pants, Mr. Mayor. Yes. Yeah. Treat me with the same level of respect I treat you. So don't be pointing at me. Don't be disrespectful to me. Speak with me as an adult because I'm a grown man. I walked into this room as a grown man and I'm going to walk out of this room as a grown man. I answered your question. Well, no, okay. actually, you didn't answer the question at no, all. You didn't answer any question. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But this is politics in 2023. How did it get here? I mean, it's just beyond belief. It's well, how it just be unbelief. I mean, I think how it got here was that if there was any ABC, NBC, CBS, if there was the uh, New York Post or New York Times, whoever covered well, the Post, maybe would. But most of the media listening to this would write, oh, well, Mayor Adams was disrespected and answered the question fully. That's how we got to where we are. I think we got to where we are because there haven't been functioning guillotines in this country and there should be. Isn't that and how you got kicked off begins, of Twitter? once once that begins politicians are going to get a lot nicer a lot nicer that's what i think yeah politicians should always be held responsible which is the reason why the founders of the united states gave us the first and second amendments true 
These are vital things to keeping a free country going. It is uh, kind of sad that we've gotten to this point. It really is. But, uh, you know, we also, I mean, there's, there's some funny and, clips. You know, and, and it goes, and it goes right to the top. I mean, remember, remember Joey, um, when he was campaigning, you know, he's talking to some guy in a hard hat. He doesn't like what he says. He's, you know, you want to step outside. He tells a guy right. full of shit. He's fucking behind. And oh, and crowning it all. Joey's, Joey's most, most, you know, self-revelatory statement he ever made. I don't work for you. No. Yes, you fucking do. You work for all of us. Joey's got Joey's got it wrong. Same as Adams. Same exact mindset. I'm the I'm the le- I'm your leader. I'm the boss. You're not the fucking boss. The people are the boss. Yeah, I saw an article that was breaking down the whole concept of like Joe Biden is not the nice old grandfather ever. You know the that they try to put out there. He's like in private behind yeah. closed doors that he's a you know son of a bitch, which I can see. Well, I think that's just an attempt to uh, to whitewash his dementia. They're saying, oh, you know, he's he's just that's bullshit. Well, it would go you know with what? the dementia. That's for sure. Be- behind closed doors, he's having his diaper changed. You know, he's getting jacked up on um, amphetamines. Um, he, he, he probably isn't conscious most of the time. They probably put him to sleep with propofol like Michael Jackson every night. But he's still sniffing kids. Has he sniffed someone lately? Really? Some of the news you yeah. might have missed this past week. Now, I know everyone doesn't always believe everything they see on the internet, but far too many do. But look at this. It takes it to a whole new level and it reveals everything that is wrong with woke influencer culture. This so-called influencer was busted pretending to pick up rubbish on the beach. Here she is. She's been filmed by a friend appearing to fill up a garbage bag. But then moments later, the camera's turned off. And both the women can be seen leaving the bags on the sand and going about their day. How about that? So many phonies pretending to be something they're not on the internet. We'll keep highlighting them here. Speaking of phonies, let's chase to the leader of the free world. And this is either an optical illusion or it's a classic government renter crowd. Have a look. This is Joe Biden. He's walking off stage after his 4th of July address. And look as he walks by the crowd of people supposedly there to support him. They're all holding up their phones. If you look closely, it looks as though they, the phones aren't even turned on. <laughs> now, this is Sky News. And this was a very interesting little bit of video because I couldn't tell if it was just the angle. Because a lot of the phones now, if you're catching you know if you've got a uh, television camera and you're enough feet away and you're at the right angle it may look like the screen's off but this year looked like almost everybody that was there taking pictures and videos of joe with their phones it was just a blank screen not on hmm. which was very weird very weird what's it about it could have been an optical illusion or it's a paid for crowd who is just there to look right. like they're doing this Paid photo op. That's it. I bet you're right. Yeah. But then, I mean, of course, this is uh, Sky News. Sky News has some of the most riveting stories that they put out there. You can't make this stuff up, honestly. And speaking of Biden, we all know he's made some seriously weird comments in his time, but I may have found one that takes the cake. Have a look. Yeah. Tell mommy what I told you. Okay. 
Now, don't tell mom. Is that what I heard? Don't tell mommy what I told you. Yeah, it, it starts with Joe Biden. And again, I believe this is real, but I also understand deep fake. So I'm going to just put that out yeah, there yeah. Right. because the first thing he says to this girl is, oh, I've got a secret for you. And I can't really even tell you how old the girl is. But by the height, I'm guessing probably like 10 or 12 years old, right in the Joe Biden wheelhouse, it would appear. It and would. he says, let me tell you a secret. And then he leans in and you can hear him go. And he's like sniffing the kid. And then he said, don't tell mom what I told you. See, I, I thought I didn't think deep fake because you're always a step ahead of me. But I did think that the sniff sounds were overdone. Like that's you know, that's 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 either been laid in there in post or it's or it's kind of it's it sounded a little bit. Uh, it was so pronounced. Yes, it sounded fake, fake to me. Let's take but another listen. Yeah. 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 That that was absolutely. It was either you know amped up or or laid in in post. I think it was definitely like it could have been sweetened. It's hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it was because they overdid it. Yes. It wasn't anywhere near at the same level as his voice. And a sniff would be almost unintelligible, inaudible, I should say. And Joey would you have know, to be crap, able to like to that. inhale that forcefully. At, and, uh, exactly. He can't. His face would fall off yes. if he did that. He <laughs> might just, he might just, yeah, go boom right to the ground, man. I'm telling you. Right. <laughs> but it's like, it's just very weird. And the fact that he's had enough of these uh, events, I guess you would call them. That it's yes. at least believable, but the whole sniffing kids thing is just weird, Mr. President. You think he would just at this point just stay away from kids? It's it's not difficult. Just stay away. But yeah. Won't. And you don't want them. And again, you, there's enough people out there who want to keep making these. Once you do it, you know it's going to be caught on video, which we've said it before. I stand by it. I am glad I am not a kid growing up today or every oh, damn God. thing you do is photographed videoed and you know most God, of the time yes. posted on the internet yes and i by the way uh you're i, I know it's most recent i might be an episode behind but your random thoughts on uh, these these uh sextortionists you know it was it and makes so much sense because now it they don't even have to be fake uh, they don't even have to be genuine nudie pictures they'll just right. stitch anybody's head onto anything and and blackmail people the same way it's really sick we live in such a sick sick world god it is and the fact that people will buy into it and then it, they react to it in the same way it yeah. is bizarre but i did have the thought i mean i'm like you know Larry's uh, traveling with his family. I'm like, those poor people, they're being held hostage and they're going to have to listen to random thoughts. And uh, that's just, that's not good. That <laughs> is child, that's child abuse, I think. No, not at all. They're big fans of yours. So don't sell yourself short there, big guy. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I and mean, it's important for people, I mean, especially now for parents to let the kids know, well, you don't even have to send the nudie pic. Somebody may show you something that looks like you. Do not freak yeah. out about it. This is now the normal. For what's available to be done in the world of uh, technology, there's yeah. a bunch of sites popping up that are only to do this kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. so it's not even like you have to be skilled 
at working in Photoshop or anything like that. Now you're paying, you know, 20 bucks a month and it's, well, oh, upload the picture of somebody you like and what you want this, you know, AI nude model to look like. Ha ha, wink, mm. wink. Yeah. And this is where we're moving. This is, you cannot believe anything you see, which is also terrifying when we yeah. realize what people have been using over the past, you know, 10, 20 years plus. Oh, well, there's a photo. We have to believe it. And then, oh, there's a video. We have to believe it. Oh, there's audio. We have to believe it. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. No. Which also means somebody could get caught red handed doing something. Sure. And if you can't verify that that video was not messed with in one way, shape or form, you could have the evidence on video and not have that be tangible proof anymore. Speaking of tangible proof, where do you uh, stand on the uh, Curry Dvorak assertion that there are multiple Biden and Putin stand ins? You buy into that? You know, I believe I don't I believe that that is the case. I don't necessarily believe they're the ones that are out there talking, though. That is that is tough. Right. Right. I could see them, you know, trying to pass off a fraud at, you know, 40 yards or something where they just need. okay, you know, pop them in and make them wave at the at the doorway of Air Force One or some shit. And it could be some fake. I, I get that. But when he's have one of these guys speak at a, at a microphone, that's hard to hard to believe, right? It would probably be easier to pull off with Joe Biden than it would be with uh, with Putin, with yeah. Putin, and even with you know George Bush, the younger was hard. You know the Joe Biden yeah. old demented guy voice without much of an. I mean, granted, anybody could be taught. You know, if you're good, if this is your if this is your job to be the Biden double, well, then you're going to have to also be good at uh, doing the voice as well, which I know people can be taught if you have a, you know, if you're starting thing, I mean, we all know what we, you know, I say this, but we're old enough to remember the rich littles of the world where the younger generation, maybe not so much. Yeah. What happened to that? You know what? There used to be a whole gang of impressionist comics. It was David Fry and Rich Little and Will Jordan. And it was, it was a bunch of them. It was what Frank uh, Caliendo was the last one. Yeah, there are a lot of them, and uh, like nobody does that anymore. I, why is that? I'm because everybody has a thirty-second uh, attention span, <laughs> and it's all being done so. on memes and fake video now. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. So you don't need the person to be able to impersonate them. Now we have the AI that's able to make it sound like them. Because it used to be hilarious when like Rich Little would do ronald reagan or something like that and it sounded just like him and it's like well that's funny because it sounds like ronald reagan saying that but now you just punch somebody's voice into a a machine and then they spit out whatever you want it to sound like yeah so you that 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 whole uh that whole concept kind of went away because it's like well now the machines just do it yeah now this i thought was hilarious i mean since we were talking about the crime in new york this is a video and really you should see the video if you can look it up it's on uh youtube of course and everywhere else this is a cctv footage from a nail salon in atlanta where all these women are sitting in the nail salon and this dude comes in and he is intent on robbing the place and all of the women in the nail salon ignore him it's hilarious. Everybody get down! 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 Get
he's like, where's the money? Give me all your money. Get down, empty out your pockets. And he's like, I, I don't know if his hands in his pocket. The video wasn't great or if he has a gun, but yeah. the people are just ignoring him. Holy shit. Is that what he's yelling? Where's the money? Is that what he's yelling? Yes. Okay. So he's like going up to the woman at the counter. He's asking for the money. He's going to these bunch yeah. of women who are getting their nails done at a little table saying, you know, get down. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> gives a shit. No, that's wild. They're not moving. It's like, wow, this is either really ballsy or this guy does this every day. And it's uh, yeah. like now, a five he, o'clock he, Charlie thing. Is he showing them a weapon or is his hand in his pocket or what's what's going on? He had some kind of weapon thing. I couldn't tell exactly what it was, but probably a gun. I mean, it's not hard to get a gun in Hotlanta. And they just sit here, and here's a little more. Give me the money. Everybody give me everything. Everybody give me everything. Give me everything. Okay. How about a French manicure? Uh Uh-huh, that's it. It's like, I want to try that. Just everybody give me everything. Where's the money? Where's the money? They ignore him, and he just leaves. He just leaves. It was beautiful. Like, this is almost wow. even better than somebody fighting back and whipping his ass. This is just like, yeah. ignore the guy. That is hysterical. Uh-huh. Wow. I mean, you wouldn't think. I mean, is there a lot of money in nail salons? Uh, I don't know. You would not think so, unless it's a cash no. business, I guess, which is possible. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. You never know. But it's the kind of insanity that we have going on. The big uh, video that was going on was this woman on an airplane who i'm guessing was really really drunk and i just brought it because i thought it was funny it's not really rage it's just insanity we like that Uh, it it is good for entertainment every now and then especially when joey's sniffing kids (laughs) i'm telling you i'm getting the fuck off and there's a reason why i'm getting the fuck off and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it I don't give two fucks, but I am telling you right now, that motherfucker, that motherfucker back there is not real. And you can sit on this plane and you can fucking die with them or not. I'm not going to. That guy, I like the one guy who just is like, bye. Is that what he said? Bye. You know, my, my daughter told me about that and I didn't watch it. Uh, I guess I was at the wheel or something. I have to look for that myself. But she said. It's reminiscent of an old Twilight Zone with William Shatner. Yes. Yeah. Is it called Gremlins or Goblins or something? Is this fucking creature out on the wing? Yes. Remember that? Yeah. That was yeah. a great episode. Great episode. So she, so, so this, how old is this woman who's screaming? Probably late 20s, early 30s. Okay. So she's a young woman and she's hallucinating, I guess. Or maybe there was some strange entity in the back of that plane. I mean, Right. You never know. I mean, you could have known maybe the maybe the pot brownies were laced with a little LSD that morning. Who knows? There you go. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But there was I like the comments on it, which is I don't know. They're not really worthy of anything except for some entertainment comments anywhere on the Internet. But there were a few people that commented like, I've seen enough movies. I would have been I would have been right behind her getting the hell off that plane. I would not (laughs) have taken that chance. Ghost on a plane. Uh-huh. Her, her, the, the timber of her voice is marvelous. That's a great clip. It's the sound of her voice is great. In fact, you know, at that, uh, that, that if, the, if the boys used that, that would be their ISO, her screaming. True. Right. Then somebody was like, yeah. doesn't she sound, we'll play it again, because it's a little 30 seconds. Yeah. Somebody's like, she sounds like Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse, which may be yeah. a little of that here. I'm telling you, I'm getting 
the fuck off. And there's a reason why I'm getting the fuck off and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two fucks, but I am telling you right now, that motherfucker, that motherfucker back there is not real. And you can sit on this plane and you can fucking die with them or not. I'm not going to. She said you can dine with them or die. Die. With Die with them. Die with them. Whoa. I thought she meant, I thought maybe she didn't like the food, the chicken. Or, they don't serve food in planes anymore. What am I saying? Yeah, no, yeah. it's totally a different world now for flying. That's it is for a different sure. world. Yeah. Oh, shit world. Terrible. Oh. It's like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> he, not real. That is. Wow. Because that's, I mean, yeah. I'm a, I mean, I could be one of those word Nazis and. Uh, be a word Nazi. It's, it's good. You have to know what words mean. And it, yes. it drives me nuts. Because um, between the uh, the Taylor Swift groups and the baseball groups, the because they're they're I'm on a Facebook group that's only people like trading and buying and selling autographed baseballs and all of this. And when somebody shows a photo of something and says, "Is this autograph real?" Well, yeah, <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> Do you mean is it authentic? Was it actually right. signed by the person? It's real. Fuck yeah, it's real. Think. <laughs> Uh-huh. script it is it, right exactly it is ink on the item and due to that it's it's definitely real yeah but it scares me that people don't have that ability to communicate at a level they don't where they don't Lost. know what the words mean yeah. and then they're asking each other out in text it's just weird so if any i mean i don't think anybody listening to this podcast is under the age of like 25 but I doubt it if there are, I would like to know if that's how the kids are like asking people out now is on the text message, Probably, which is just Probably. so weird. It's like that don't take no balls. No. And the funny thing is like everybody now who's uh, you know getting engaged or married, it's like overwhelmingly they met on dating apps. And like when that shit started 15, 20 years ago, that was a stigma. Oh, you met right. on an app. You must be a fucking loser. You know? Wow. Things have changed. Huh? It has. It has absolutely yeah. changed. Well, and it's even the the interactivity that people don't do as much together, especially the younger folk. From what I'm hearing, you know, I mean, granted, no, it's I'm true. sure it's absolutely true. Yeah, it's like wow. So you just sit and you're like, well, I'm, you don't go out anymore. You just sit in your room and you text with your friends, and that's considered the same thing. Or you do it a voice, uh, video chat, something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I we stopped, uh, you know, all over the road, and I, I really marveled. We were at uh, where the hell were we? We were in Santa Fe, and we stayed at a at a hotel that was part of uh, it was on a I guess it was on a reservation because it was it was like owned by some Indian tribe. By the way, I gotta say, um, I think I have a clip later on, um, and somebody mentioned. I'll get into it then, but I'll I foreshadow it now. Um, somebody says um, uh, refers to the. the people as native americans and i don't know where the fuck that comes from because i've been all over every state where there's massive indian populations and i didn't see one casino or business or anything that said native american not one every single one says the morongo band of indians the agua dulce the kali whatever whatever the whatever the tribe is they call themselves indians where did that come from i don't get it it's a lefty thing i guess it's a lefty thing Really? Because they think it's, so, it's so, anyway, right. They yeah, think it's somehow so I, I rude. Took, 
it's some other room. So anyway, I took a detour. So we're, we're at this casino, you know, in a, in a casino hotel. And it was a very nice hotel. It was a Hilton. But it, there, obviously, they had some kind of a deal with the tribe because it was on their land. Okay? And, and I saw a cop car. And it was not um, New Mexico State or anything. It was the, it was the tribal police. And so, you know, like any other casino, you see a lot of people that are maybe, you know, dating or whatever. And I, I just marveled at how many couples were sitting around, you know, when they should have been like, I don't know, making out or, or something. And they're sitting next to each other, stroking, <laughs> stroking their phones. Like, what, right. They're probably each doing? texting what somebody you, else. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You know, it's just it's just so weird. It's just so weird. I don't get it. The youngest person in the troll room is the no agenda millennial at 30. So yeah, we're far away okay. from that. Uh, so you were, you were right, Darren, as always. <laughs> you yeah. see, we are an acquired taste like fine wine. You should be at least 30 exactly. to listen to the show. I don't think if you're younger than 30, I'm not even sure you can handle this show. Well, you might miss a lot of the references, you know? I mean, if you are, you can also email rage at planet show. Let me know if you're younger yeah, and you're listening to the show. Kind of curious now. Yeah. We want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. But now you have, was it the uh, Kamala on culture? Is that the, uh, which one talks? Um, it's, it's the one actually it's, um, it's not Kamala. It's the one with, um, Christy no. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ben and Jerry, which isn't owned by Ben and Jerry anymore, but from no, uh, it's owned by Unilever, which is a British conglomerate that is famed for making soap and toothpaste. So imagine how good that ice cream must be. <laughs> <laughs> that is not who what I want my ice cream manufacturer to be known for. No, no. Oh, where'd you guys make your money? Well, in soap and toothpaste. Yeah. Soap and toothpaste. Mm, I'll take the chunky monkey uh, uh, ivory snow. Extra fluoride in your ice cream. I don't know. Exactly. Disgusting. Ben and Jerry's is saying it's time for us to return places like Mount Rushmore back to uh, Native Americans. Quote, we stop. Need to start- okay, that, that's that's what I was talking about. That's Kilmeade, and he refers to indians as native americans which they never they never call themselves that and you know what i can say that because as 23 and me proved a few years ago i am like one percent apache or something like that so i have a right to say that yeah well you should be getting some land from the government if only oh man do i ever want that i'll just take a (laughs) cut of an indian casino can i get that instead of the land probably you know a monthly stipend that's what i want that would work (laughs) what hey whatever works that's where you go but this yeah. is again. This is the whole made-up thing. You got to you got to reword yeah. everything. Yeah. Oh, with Mount Rushmore, the faces on Mount Rushmore are the face of men who actively work to destroy indigenous cultures and ways of life and deny indigenous people their basic rights. I know you get up in the morning and think, what would Ben and Jerry do? Uh, and having <laughs> said that, do you think it's time for us to return Mount Rushmore? Well, who are we? Who are we going to return Mount Rushmore to? I guess uh, whatever it was, I think this were the Sioux up there in uh, the Dakotas. I think that was their turf. I'm not sure. I don't get up that north. Awesome. I could say where the Navajo were, the Apaches and Comanches. I don't know from Sioux, but I think they were up there. And the clip is in one channel, so everybody in the troll rooms complaining it will it'll be mono, it'll be fixed in the mix. <laughs> That's probably my fault. I'm sorry. I, it was my clip, so blame me. It'll uh, it'll be fixed in the mix. But if you listen live, you got to expect a few little warts uh, every now and then. Yeah. No. Uh, t- listen, two things to be clear about today. Uh, I love ice cream. So in my family, we bought it by the five-gallon buckets. That's how much we ate ice cream every night before we went to bed. Number two, I'm not going to listen to a bunch I mean, Christy Nome does not look like she eats a lot of ice cream. She does not. No, sir. Mm-hmm. Bunch of liberal. She's, 
She's easy to look at, as we know. Yeah, definitely. Run for president. Come on. Yeah, please do. Um, Vermont businessmen who think they know everything about this country and haven't studied our history. Uh, right now, Mount Rushmore is the greatest symbol of our freedom and history of the United States of America. We can learn from the men on that mountain. We can do better. But boy, they led us through some challenging times. And I think uh, Americans in this country need some inspiration and we can gain it from a monument like that. We should be proud of America and knock off what Ben and Jerry's is doing. Um, they don't have any idea what they're doing. Yeah, they take advantage of this country, the free enterprise and the freedom, mm-hmm. and then they criticize it like so many. Now, you have a goal. By 2024, at least, 4th of July, fireworks. This administration is denying it. When Trump was in mm-hmm. office, you were there with the president. How important would it be for you to get this going again? Oh, it's critical. So tourism is our second largest industry in South Dakota. Millions of people come and visit us every year. So to be able to host fireworks at Mount Rushmore is not just a symbol of our freedom, but it's something that encourages people to come and spend some time with our people in our state that are so wonderful. And listen, we had these fireworks for many, many years until President Obama took them away. President Trump gave them back. And as soon as uh, Biden came into the White House, the very first day he said no more fireworks at our symbol of freedom. So we'll keep fighting them. They're breaking federal law by not allowing us to have this fireworks show. So I'm going to keep fighting them uh, through law. I'm going to keep fighting them in the courts uh, until we have Mm -hmm. them respect the laws and allow us this opportunity to celebrate independence. Now, the question is, how long until all fireworks are gone? Yeah, well, that's part of the reason I I wanted that clip is, first of all, I fucking hate Ben and Jerry's. I always hated them. And um, the fireworks thing, you're right. That is such a dick in the ass of of leftists and i don't know why and if you think about it obama was sending over uh, uh you know drone strikes every 20 minutes to the middle east wiping out people left and right and joey's now sending cluster bombs to the fucking ukraine but no fireworks on uh, mount rushmore no 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 can't have that think about that yeah and it's beyond just mount rushmore i heard now if anybody out there yeah. if your large city didn't have fireworks in uh, because now there are drone shows, so the drones light up and they make little things in the sky. But that's the new, oh. allegedly uh, better for the environment. Safe, it's safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so safe. They got the drones so rather yeah. than the fireworks, and you know yeah. the drones don't go boom, 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 boom. So I mean, I don't know. That is not going to have the yeah. same effect for most people. No, no. So I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. Um, somehow I missed that. Uh, that that uh, Barry. And Joey said, "Nicks, nicks on the uh, on the fireworks at uh, what all federal uh, celebrations? Or that's that's just so sick and so wrong." That would be my guess. Uh, Sir Omaha says some drones do go boom, 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 boom. Yeah, those are the those are special. Uh, those aren't for the fireworks, though. No, those are the ones that are looking to uh, commit <clears throat> a little bit of mass carnage. Yeah, I think it's just because anything that goes boom it makes. Makes lefties shit their pants from from guns to fireworks. Yeah, like you said, though, unless they're sending it over to Ukraine, in which case it's right. necessary. It's necessary. It's for defending democracy. Uh-huh. That's okay. Yeah. Hey, once uh, once they say Ukraine's going to be a part of NATO, just wait for the Ooh. world war to break out. <laughs> not going to be well, pretty. They, they uh, allegedly they're going to sign on with the EU. Now, is the NATO thing a done deal too, or is that part? Is that part of the? Ter- if you're in the EU, are you automatically enrolled in NATO? Is that correct? I don't think so, but it's uh, it's kind of confusing to be honest. I don't really understand a lot of it. Yeah. 
All we know, it's all a big scam. This is true. It's all a big scam. There's a lot of money leaving this country. Oh. And there are some people waking up. I do like when I see a little bit of a glimmer in the areas where people are like, "What? wait, you're not taking care of the homeless in the area we have here in Chicago or in LA or San Francisco, but you're, you're taking all of these new people that are coming into the country illegally and you're giving them housing. Mm. Why is that? Why is that? Again, a lot of this goes right down to the Saul Alinsky method. You know, the sure. The thing that Barack Obama taught when he was a professor. Yes. Hey, quick detour here. Since we were talking fireworks and 4th of July, what, what about the fucking Grand Prix in Chicago, Darren? <laughs> what happened? Mother, talk to me. School me. Mother Nature hates Chicago. She rained it out? It was not rained out, but both races were severely shortened. But I said, you know, this may be what kept any violence from happening around the track. That Chicago, we got more rain oh. in that 24-hour period than we had the month before. I believe that because I was in Memphis the night of the 4th and uh, went to a very nice hotel and there was a guy in the driveway in a pickup truck that's like stopped us like security, like, where are you going? I said, I'm checking to this hotel. And he goes, oh, okay, go ahead. And he says, what's your name? He actually had a guest list. And I said, well, why, why are you here? I've been in a lot of hotels lately. You're the first guy in a pickup truck to ask me why I'm going to a hotel. Right. That's a you bad know. sign, isn't it? It's bad, very bad sign. I'm thinking maybe I'd just put in reverse right now and find another place to stay. What it turned out was this hotel was right across from the park where the, the Memphis's big, big Fourth of July blast off fireworks were going to be. So he was there to keep you know the the uh, the uh, hordes of people who were going to use that parking lot instead of hotel guests out of there. Right. So I was pretty excited about that because I love fireworks. And so we had dinner and that wrapped up right around nine o'clock when you would think the fireworks would commence, but it was raining cats and dogs and it got rained out, which sucked. So yeah, which you could have been getting that a couple of days after, cause it was just a couple of days earlier. The race was over the uh, first and second. The uh, interesting thing was on pit road, which was like right in front of Buckingham fountain here down on uh, Columbus Avenue. There were tires that were just sitting on pit road that there was enough water where the tires started floating away. No shit. Wow. The, that was system. one. That was how much rain they had. But two. Now, if you've ever seen the Formula One do this, because NASCAR had never done it before. Mm-hmm. When they make a street course race, they put up those big concrete barriers and catch fences. They're all temporary. Sure. Well, where do all the big concrete barriers go? They go on the edges, which is covering up the sewers. Uh (laughs) Oh, so all this rain was coming down and NASCAR was like, you know, no, don't, you know, don't worry. We're going to be going racing. And people are like, well, how at one point, you know, there was like a foot of water on pit road, but the little, uh, whatever the little bobcat type things were, they were going down the street to lift up a concrete barrier and like a bathtub just emptying out you would uh uncover one of the drains and all the water would go right down the drain Jeez. 
Because the so Chicago drains, actual- they have a deep, you know, there's a deep tunnel system under Chicago can handle a lot of rain. Yeah. And that helped immensely, but it was so bad. It's the only time I remember hearing that two expressways in and out of Chicago were closed entirely because of flooding. Jeez. So, so was there actually a, you know, a completed race from pole to checkered flag or what, what, what happened? The race on Saturday, which is like their triple a that made it two laps short of halfway, which I'm kind of curious if there's going to be any lawsuits because like major league baseball tells you, you have an official game. If you make it five and a half innings, Okay. the uh, race tells you you're going to have an official race. If it makes it 50% of the laps, they did not. Mm. So anybody that bought a ticket, I think you probably have some legal recourse to go. I didn't get what I paid for. Yeah. And the Sunday, the rain was, they were going to try to finish that race on Sunday morning. Cause these, the big race didn't start until four 30, but the rain was just so bad that they never were able to get it. And lightning because NASCAR. Now, I don't know if this is all outdoor sports, but they have a thing. If there's a lightning strike within eight miles of the venue, they now have to go on the clock for a 30 minute. Even if not one drop of rain is falling, they're on a 30 minute clock. And if there's another lightning strike within eight miles, you go back and reset the clock to 30 and you have to get through 30 minutes of no lightning. All right. How do they ascertain that that lightning strike was eight miles away? I don't know. I don't that know. sounds like bullshit to me, Garrett. That sounds like bullshit. Uh huh. I mean, that's not it. from you, from them. Yeah. I mean, that because uh, I mean, what is the duration of a lightning of a lightning strike? And they have what some some way to 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 measure that? May, excuse me, measure that. Right. And I don't know if you know cloud the, the cloud fuck? lightning counts or if it has to be a strike. <laughs> Right, right. Fork lightning, sheet lightning. You know what I've never seen, but want to. I want to see ball lightning. Ooh, you ever seen that? No. What is that? Oh, it's it's a, apparently it's just like a a fucking a, a rolling ball of lightning in the sky. I, I've never seen one, but I've read about it. That sounds like something that would scare the hell out of you if you're driving in yeah. the desert at night and all of a sudden, right? Really, <laughs> ball yeah. of lightning, ball lightning. Yeah, I want to see that. I have to look at YouTube. Somebody's probably captured it. Probably. I'll bet you, but they have. You're right. But I have no idea how they do that part of it. And once they got the race going, it was entertaining. If you like cars just randomly going into the tire barriers. But I will say one thing. These new cars are strong enough that there were cars that multiple times went into the tire barrier underneath the tire barrier, got stuck, had to be pulled out, but then just continued on like nothing had ever happened. That's impressive. You know, so yeah. that was that was one good part in the the racing was actually decent. I don't know if that was helped at all by the fact that there was wet conditions and you had to deal with all sorts of different uh, factors. But the guy that won, I mean, it was a feel good story. The guy's name was yeah. Shane Van Gisbergen and he's a Kiwi. So he came in mm-hmm. to uh, run. It was his very first NASCAR Cup race. And he won. So he's like the first guy in 60 years to win his first race that he ever entered because he was a road uh, racing specialist from New Zealand races, uh, some V8 supercar things, which are very similar, I would guess, to the NASCAR style. Yeah. And they race on street. So he was very well aware of uh, what was going on. So it made it an international thing. But it was it was marred by the fact that at some point they just went out over the radio like. Yeah, instead of 100%, we're going to, uh, you know, we're only going to be able to do 75 out of the 100 laps. 
and that yeah, was there any gun was there any gunfire or was that drowned out by the lightning i'm thinking maybe the rain kept everybody hiding so that might have saved them this time around yeah we'll see if it comes back i know the mayor's office which of course this was a Lori lightfoot production Oh, right. And now we have Brandon Johnson. So now it's they're going to look at this and see because NASCAR only gave them, you know, this their permit for this whole thing was only like 500 grand. I mean, it was not a lot of money. And I think Chicago thought they were making money, which I'm sure they did on restaurants and hotels and tourism kind of a thing. Mm. But to put this into a. you know, a way that people might understand the Lollapalooza Music Festival that still happens in Grant Park, which has been going on for years and years. They're paying like eight or nine million to wow. use Grant Park. So NASCAR coming okay. in and shutting down streets and all this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, granted, there was, I think, like four and a half million people tuned in. So, I mean, Chicago got some publicity. Yeah nascar got some eyeballs whether they'll be back i don't know but they've now proven they can do a street race and if they're smart what they would do is you know maybe two years in a row but then move on to detroit then move on to someplace else and rotate yeah it's a so special what about, thing what about what about tickets i mean i mean you can sell tickets to see an oval at the indy or daytona or whatever you know there's viewing stands there's a gate Right. I mean, this thing, what did you say? The course was like two and a half miles or something around the city. Yeah. How the fuck do you sell tickets to that? How, how does that work? Oh, they did. And they were very expensive, but uh, really you're only seeing, and this is any road course. That's why I'm like, it's very interesting to watch a road course on TV, but it's not really a go in person kind of a thing. Okay. Yeah. Net net's like they have stands. Well, of course they have stands, but you can only see right in front of you. You can't see the whole yeah, racetrack. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You see a turn or something. I mean, what good is that? Now, if you're in the, in Austin at the racetrack there, the circuit of the Americas, they have a like 18 or 20 story tower that all of the spotters climb. So you can watch the whole track from one uh, vantage point, but oh. the fans do not get that, nor would you really want yeah. to. Yeah. It's like the ovals are a lot more fun because you can watch the whole thing. Even on a, you know, I went to Indianapolis that you can't really watch the whole thing because that's such a large track. But Michigan, you could see the whole track. The Chicagoland Speedway, while it was being run, you could follow the whole track, which I think is a little bit more interesting, especially if you have like a favorite driver. At least you can watch them. Bring your binoculars. You could listen on your headphones. You know, we had the little Bearcat scanner and you could listen to the drivers communicate with their pit crew and you could follow one. Now at a road course, you kind of watch them go and then you're like, oh, okay, they'll be back in like a minute and a half. You'll see them go by again. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different kind of a concept. And I don't know how the concerts went because the concerts were supposed to be where at like baseball games and stuff they they play the ball game you know it's like an afternoon game and then they have the concerts at night this the miranda lambert and uh the uh, who there was the uh, black crows were supposed to be there and this was supposed to be like right before the concert so that would have just been drenched rain in the middle of a grassy field uh yeah so it'll be interesting to see if they come back maybe god maybe god hates chicago I think that's possible. Yeah. And LA. And I think he hates liberal run uh, cities overall. (laughs) 
and now that you're now that you're out of LA, if the whole thing just breaks off and starts yeah, going into the ocean, I don't care. Gonna watch from a distance. It Enjoy, is, you know, nuke some popcorn. <laughs> the way to do it. Now you brought a Kamala clip, so you're you're bringing the fire on this one. I'm bringing the fire. Yeah, this this needs no introduction, and really, uh, I'm not going to stop you anywhere because why interrupt uh, such brilliance? It would be criminal. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, I bet you it's going to be well, word salad. Well, I think culture is it, it is a reflection of our moment and our time. Okay, well, at least you didn't say it was our culture is a reflection of our culture. That's what I was expecting there. (laughs) So she at least pulled a little bit out here. That's true. Right. And 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 present culture is the way we express how we're feeling about the moment. And and we should always find times to express how we feel about the moment. That is a reflection of joy because, you know, it comes in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We have to find ways to also express the way we feel about the moment in terms of just having language and, and, and a connection to how people are experiencing life. And I think about it in that way, too. My brain hurts. Doesn't it? Yeah. I have a headache, a migraine. <laughs> I've never had one before. You're like, what are, <laughs> what are you trying to say? And what comes in the morning? I don't know. Yeah, what is that? What? Yeah, right. I was waiting for the punchline. What is it? What comes in the morning? I don't know. Sweet death. I can <laughs> come anytime. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I see Brooklyn's yeah. like, this could be your future president. I hope not. Yeah. Well, I can't even you know, imagine. I, I, I saw incredibly. I actually saw on the cross, cross country uh, trek. I saw a Kamala bumper sticker. On a van. I've never seen one of those before, but there it was. I was shocked. Did you want to get a look at the people? Ask them if they're being held no. hostage. No, yeah. I, I want to get, I just, I just wanted to get far away, far away. <laughs> they be texting. That, that is probably the best way to go. Yeah. Get very, very far away. Yeah. Now I have this one. I think this, uh, if I remember correctly, was just a lunatic leftist ranting. So, I mean, really. More of the same of what we just got from Kamala. I am sick and tired of the worthless victim mentality that so many idiots seem to be embracing these days. No, no. Okay. I'm thinking of a different clip. This guy beyond the music makes some sense. The music I don't get. People that are doing like little short Uh-oh, videos. The internet's breaking up here, Darren. I'm getting every. Uh-oh. I- we have. Yeah. Take your cell phone and lift it Uh-oh. outside the window. <laughs> Wait, let me climb out on a ledge here. Yeah, I'm can you do that? That would be good. If can um, you get up? Can you get to higher <laughs> ground? <laughs> I'm on the second floor. I don't know what it's to do. Um, yeah, I. I'm sorry, man. I'm sure it's on this end because it's. I'm using a Wi-Fi hotspot with my three-year-old Motorola cell phone, which is a piece of shit. So you know, the, I'm, I'm amazed we've gotten this far. Yeah, really I was going to say the amazed. fact that it's working as well as it has been is. Um, yeah is quite amazing isn't it it is really yeah it's one bit for old technology and one bit for clean feed being able to uh make up for any issues yes yes so maybe you could start that again because it got very choppy when you started his clip 
I am sick and tired of the worthless victim mentality that so many idiots seem to be embracing these days. I don't know where it all went so wrong, but for some reason the world has been and is still celebrating being a victim of bad circumstances. And usually these people's lives suck ass and they want to blame the rest of the world for what's wrong with them. Obviously some people have a much harder life than others. Life's not fair, it never has been. But at some point you have to say enough is enough and stop your whining and stop being a victim. The victim mentality is so dangerous because it never allows you to make any progress in your life and they cry from the rooftops and others give in to their idiotic demands to shut them up they get in the way of the rest of us who are trying to get better and better if you have people in your life who are dedicated victims get them out of your life because they have no benefit life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond so don't respond by being a little bitch <laughs> You know, that guy sounded a lot like uh, Harvey What's-His-Name from TMZ, didn't he? A little bit, yeah. Very Harvey similar Levin. voice, yeah. Harvey Levin, yeah. Very yeah. similar delivery and voice. Hmm. And it's that okay. damn music. I don't know why people, when they make their short why little videos. They, why do they do that? Why? I think it, you know, it's maybe a little bit to cover up clips if you're, you know, if you cuts rather, if you're going in and out. Yeah, but I, I, I want to agree with the folks in the troll room who are currently talking about the fact that you already sound happier now that you're out of commie California. Do I really? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's good to know. I definitely feel more relaxed. Yeah. Well, the whole procedure had to be a royal pain in the ass, considering it started with you like a little over a year ago. Like we want to get out. We're putting the house up for sale. And then it was immediately like the fucking market crashed. It fucking crashed. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was tough. So yeah, getting it up and running and, you know, it was just, it was a, a marathon, you know, um, filling four dumpsters with crap and oh, just to, to bear. I don't ever want to do this again. <laughs> get to <laughs> one know. place. Either you have to get rid of everything and live in an yeah. RV. I I'm kind of looking, I'm liking that idea, but you know, I see all these RVs on the road though. And I, I did that. I don't know if you ever did a, a little RV vacation, Darren, we did that when my, when my, um, my daughter, my first daughter was like five or six years old. We knew these people that had a big, they had a big ass trailer. Um, and they said, oh, we go up to this place on the coast. It's north of Santa Barbara. It's called Halama Beach and it's gorgeous. And you got to rent the thing and we'll do this and we'll have cookouts and all this shit, you know. So I rented one of these things. Um, it was a pretty big truck and just the fucking prep. I mean, just, just filling it with food and plastic knives and forks and paper plates, and all this garbage. You know, it was it was a, an entire project, and then um, when you're there a day or two, then you got to empty these tanks because there's right. black water and gray water, and you got to haul, haul it basically over, you know, a, a sewer in the ground and put this filthy fucking pipe in it and let all this. It was, it was horrible. And then I when I when I figured out the tab for this shit, I could have stayed at a fucking Ritz Carlton for three <laughs> days and eaten dinner. It was ins like, why the fuck did I do this? A and, oh, I remember the, the real kicker was, it's nice to sleep by the beach. It really is. Because, you know, this thing, we conked out for the night, and you could hear those waves hitting the shore. It was beautiful. But at a at just pre-dawn, I thought, like, there was an invasion. And what it was, it was a fucking seagull. Nice. landed on the roof. And he was trying to crack an oyster or something on the roof of this truck. <laughs> so I was awake. Like, fuck this. I'm never doing this again. So, I, so every time I see these people and these, these RVs are running north of half a million bucks now. Oh, yeah. And then the shit they're towing, they're, they're towing, they're towing like Mercedes SUVs. And then behind that is a motorcycle. And then there's the kids' tricycles. It's fucking insane. 
you know, I can't imagine doing that. So, I mean, on the one hand, it's, it's attractive, but then when you look into it deeper, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, it's the, yeah, the way to do it is the way the uh, NASCAR guys do it, which is somebody else drives their motor home to the track for yeah. them, sets it up. Yeah. They live in it or for t- two days and then get the hell out and somebody breaks it up and yeah. takes it home. Yeah. Or Swifty with her 60 semis, you know, yeah, 90, probably, I think you know. it was 92. Oh, was that the, get yeah. the fuck out of here. Is it up to 92? Yeah. Holy that was, I mean, shit. I was just going by the 60, which was what I could count in the one parking lot that there was oh. a, uh, photo of and then i read an article that was like 92 which the 92 might be including all of the merchandise and everything else so that might be the whole uh, circus going from town to town wow wow and she's selling a lot of merchandise let me tell you so she's not a cottage industry she's a fortune 500 company the this tour they're thinking could gross 1.5 billion amazing good for her which is what i I will applaud. Is anybody like, well, she's a, she's a lefty. It's like, yeah, but she's a capitalist. So this is going to be dangerous yeah. for the left at some point. Really? She's got a lot of money and she wants to keep making more. Man. Oh man. Hey, I would take That's that kind nice. of cash. Although you come a fraction of that. Uh huh. Mm. Well, I was thinking about it. Cause you told me it's like, you know, there's always some strange emails and stuff you get. There's a, uh, a woman that was arrested the other day for showing up at Taylor's home where she was over the 4th of July. It's like, oh. I, I can't even imagine that kind of issue. Yeah, it's got to suck. But, but she must have multiple homes, I would think. Oh, yeah. Somebody Everywhere. Well, the other one in New York, they were like, she's responsible and there's all of this garbage out in front. I'm like, well, I doubt she's at the New York property much. <laughs> and I mean, these addresses get out there so you know that the yeah. the psycho fan it's like okay i'll admit to being a fan i'm not going to go stand outside for 48 hours hoping that uh you know maybe she'll walk by yeah but if you want to really prove that you're a true fan you need to do that do you that's part of the issue <laughs> that's i don't where, know where a lot of that garbage <laughs> is coming from i would suppose <laughs> i would suppose yeah you got to stalk <laughs> i mean she's not returning my calls i don't know what the problem is oh uh, I don't know. You need an intermediary, somebody to make an introduction. Right. That's and that person is John Mayer. No, I really? <laughs> well, I thought it was great. <laughs> One of her many exes. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Well, that is yeah. uh the the album that they just re-released because she's going through and re-recording her material. Right. Is the album that the Dear John song was on, which was about John Mayer. And you know, she's reminding people it's like I don't need you backing. This is something, you know, this happened, you know, decades ago. Now this is, uh, or over a decade yeah. ago that this is not the time that, you know, I do not want you harassing this guy, you know, again, cause their fans can get a little bit crazy. Oh, which is also the weirdness of it. Right. That people are taking every little bit like, Oh no, you've been slighted. So we will make it right. Oh God. Uh-huh. I know it would be very weird to live your life in that particular way. It really would. Somehow I don't think like Elvis or Sinatra had to deal with this shit. No, I, the internet and social media has made this stuff 10 times worse. Really? I mean, Marilyn Monroe and uh, Kennedy were having a relationship that almost nobody knew about. You can't do that now. No, can't do it. Everything would be photographed or it's going to be deep faked. And then people are because of the social media, they think that these artists are specific. I mean, I understand. 
we had this back in the Beatles time too. you know, the Charlie Manson, you know, Hey man, why don't we do it in the road? All these crazy people thinking they're getting the messages from the albums. Well, now you're really getting this like, really? Yeah. You know, or you actually have somebody that's catfishing you that's saying they're Taylor Swift and you're in a relationship and they're believing it. And uh, you see a lot of those stories as well, which is like, really? Do you not think this is maybe a little weird? (laughs) Uh, I miss Charlie Manson. Damn it. You know what? I mean, what? We have better than Charlie Manson now. We have Keith Oberman. (laughs) Do you have a Keith clip? I mean, I did. I mean, we can't have a show without a Keith clip. I don't think. Right. He's a part of the family now. Threads crossing 100 million users in less than five days. This has to end with Elon Musk demanding the government bail out Twitter, doesn't it? No, actually, it, it does not have anything to do no. with Elon Musk and Twitter. No. This moron, Oberman, thinks because something's being reported that there's 100 million downloads, that that means it's 100 million people. I like to tell him yeah. there's this thing called bots. Right. And reality is not by how many downloads you got. Any podcaster that is worth their salt would know that the amount of downloads you have does not necessarily equate to how many listeners or watchers you have. Yep. But not queasy. Musk has only survived on taxpayer handouts, and he's already played his only other two cards, threatening to sue and tweeting, quote, Zuck is a cuck. Remember tweeting? Yeah, so now he's like, remember tweeting? Like, that was so long ago. You were doing it three minutes ago, you ass. <laughs> That's the worst thing about his little videos are he tr- when he tries uh, to be funny and he's not. No, he's not. Terrible. Plus, the top political comment of 2023, Michigan Republican County Leader Mark DeYoung about Michigan Republican County Leader James Chapman, quote, he kicked me in my balls as soon as I opened the door. MAGA. Make America groin again. Plus, what were once the top two newspaper sports sections in the country basically go out of business on the same day, and the New York Times staff literally writes an angry letter to the editor. Plus, Tucker Carlson's ratings are down 92.5%. Remember Tucker Carlson? All that and more on the Monday Countdown podcast. Now, uh, yeah. I don't know what numbers he's talking about, but since Tucker moved from primetime cable television to Twitter, there is no. There are no ratings. No. And I looked at Twitter's the last on the Tucker Carlson account on Twitter. The last video he released had five million views, which, again, as I just said, I know that may not equate to five million people, but that's a fuck ton more than uh, Keith Olbermann's getting. (laughs) And it's still a fuck ton more than any cable network is getting during prime time. Do you hear that, folks? I'm so proud of the effect I've had on Big Darren. Listen how many times he's saying fuck. I put that all on me, and I'm damn proud of this. Just you know, it's just got to let it flow. You got to let it rage. We, we first we take no shit, and then we let it rage. That's the only way it works. That's it. This guy, he's just, he's one of those that it's like, you listen to it and it's like every time. And it's not, it's not even like, cause he does this five, six times a week. And it's not I like I have to look for the best one. I just look for the most recent one. That's all you need. I mean, if you really think about it, Keith Olbermann is a, is a parody of himself. He really yes. is. Does he realize that though? I don't think no, so. No, he's no idea. None. 
I do not think so. <laughs> we are a parody of a lot of things, just yet not ourselves. No. But we true. are a value for value podcast here on Planet Rage. And if you want us to keep the lights on, the microphone sounding good, Larry's hotspot working the way it should. Which, amazing. And I know it. This is technology. One, it is. the concept of, I think it's amazing that I'm sitting here in front of a computer broadcasting live around the world and I'm plugged into a gigabit line. You just got like a phone sitting somewhere in the middle of nowhere and it's like, it just works. I can't, I really, I'm a gog and, and <laughs> compounding that is a fact that I am such a non Ben that I made this work. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to pat myself on the back and have a celebratory beer because of this. <laughs> that sounds like the only way to go, but we do have some people to thank, including first and foremost today. One that I missed on the last show from our good friend and multiple time donor, multiple time rager, Dame Kenny, Ben. Oh, uh, Dave Kenny, Ben, and congratulations. She just had the uh, thumbnail art for the uh, what second to last show from the boys. Good for you, Kenny. She ben. keeps on kicking my ass. That's what I know. <laughs> that's a high ass to kick. She must be a tall lady. Or she got high heels, probably. Oh, okay. All right. But she came in with 20 bucks, and it was before the last show that we did, but I missed it because Dame Kenny, Ben, is so nice that she doesn't just go to planetrage.show and click the donate button. She goes into PayPal and sends it direct, which means we don't pay any percentage on anything because she sends it the whole friends and family thing rather than the donation thing. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. So if it doesn't say rage, sometimes I miss it. So I try to keep up when these things come in, but I missed mm-hmm. it on the last one. So I apologize for that. And her note, and I posted this on, uh, on uh, No Agenda Social because the note with the 20 was safe travels, Larry. And now you've traveled and you were safe. <laughs> thank you dame kenny ben thank you very much it is appreciated as is our buddy srinivas mercy who jcd Sridi. still can't say his name i think he ben rose is convinced that he does it on purpose that jcd likes to mess up the names i think you're right i think he's doing that yeah. he acts the old guy bit and it works for him he's like the what the old guys in the muppets you know it's ah what's this srinivas mercy i don't know what that means and Srini has found me on Twitter, and I am most grateful for that, because so few have. <laughs> it's like most. that Larry show, but you put a two in front of it, the number. That's it. And Twitter's not smart enough to figure that out. Let that sink yeah. in. Let that sink in, yeah. You're yeah. like, I can't do that Larry show, too. That's two on the nose. I should have. Stupid me. <laughs> I should have done that. It'd yep. be like, oh, is this yep. the same guy? No idea. But Srini coming in with the $10 and one cent that is appreciated. And of course, when Srini comes in with $10 and one cent, Steve Edwards comes in with $10 like clockwork. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. They are just going head to head and Srini's always just beating them by a penny. God. Our buddy Dale Jr. came in with 20,000 Satoshis. Which, uh, as of this morning, was like $6.05, says thanks for the listen. And he also streams some Satoshis. I didn't get a total on it, but he's one that streams them while listening and sends a little bit of Satoshi every minute of the show. So that adds up to even more than that. How cool. Thank you, Dale Jr. He does that as well as our buddy, uh, Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley. So uh, it's always interesting to see the... uh, when people are listening real time and those little, just a few little Satoshis come streaming in, but then, you know, somebody's listening, which is even cooler than anything else. Like, Oh, 
hey, there's somebody actually listening to the show. It's such a it's a it's a thrill on a thrill. First of all, they're listening, and second of all, they're uh, they're help supporting it. And it's man, I feel very honored in many ways. Same here, and they're not they never asked for it back, so that's good. <laughs> we don't do refunds, right? It's value for you said it was value for value. Well. Sir Truck Driver coming in with 565. I know he was bummed we weren't doing a show last week. And, uh, you know, we try to keep them on a regular basis. We do. Sometimes things happen. And we usually try to fill in the blanks then, you know, if we can. Mm -hmm. Kevin Seifert coming in with $5. And I believe that's a monthly from both of those guys. And thank you, Kevin. Then we have, uh, of course, what uh, AC, the uh, Podfather calls the delimiter. It's comic strip blogger. CSB. With his 15,033 Satoshis, which is up to $4.55, which isn't bad. Very nice. Thank you, CSB. And he says, hey there, listener. That seems like Joe Biden sniffing somebody. It's like, hey there, <laughs> listener. Mm-hmm, kind don't of. Tell, don't, tell, don't tell mom we're talking. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey there, listener. In need of a little breather, we've got just the place for you. Head on over to www.csb.lol and let the quirky humor of the comic strip blogger whisk you away. Here, wit and creativity aren't just concepts, but a whole universe waiting for you to explore. It's a place where laughter comes easy and the world gets a little lighter. So why not pause, kick back, and enjoy a cartoon or two? Visit www.csb.lol, your cozy corner of fun in the vast web. Yo, CSB. I like wow. that, your cozy corner of fun in the vast web. That's, that script was crying for the theme for Mulan as a music band, <laughs> the whole new world. Is that Mulan or the other one with the, the Lion King, right? The whole new world. Is that it, Lion King? I I think so. You know, when all that my kids are watching that shit, I did my best to tune it out, but obviously some some of it seeped in. It sticks, right? You're like, I don't, I don't even want to hear this. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to hear it, but it's getting through anyway. Sir Bemrose is like the Little Mermaid. Not that I would know. Wait, that oh, seems oh, really is. <laughs> so I'm like, I, 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 not only did I strike, I had, I had four strikes. <laughs> is that what that was? I mean, really, could I be. I don't know, man. Like I don't know. The Disney thing has left me far behind. I'll tell you that much. No question about it. But we appreciate everybody for listening, joining us live yeah. when we do these shows. Go over to trollroom.io. And of course, supporting the show with your financial things. We know Joey's got you under a sniffing tree or something like that. But if you'd like to help out and support the show, go to planetrage.show slash donate. All of the information is right there. And we promise if we point at you, we'll use three fingers. Right. It's the Disney way. (laughs) Because otherwise it's rude rude. We're pointing at you all right now. You just can't see it though. So you shouldn't be offended. Yeah, it is. I mean, really that it was that epitomizes so much in this world. Just like when Jean Pierre, Karine Jean Pierre was asked about the cocaine. We didn't even talk about that in the West wing where it's like, well, uh, hatch act, uh, we can't, uh, comment, uh, where you are like, wow. It is so obvious what these, Folks will not answer. It just speaks volumes. It does. That's why people does, come here. 
and the shows like no agenda. They want to hear what's really going on behind the scenes. And uh, the world is not getting any more sane. That's for sure. No. And we're here to help you uh, as a cathartic and to blow off steam and get in that Zen zone, even though it doesn't may not sound that way. You know, it's like laughter is the best medicine. Sometimes rages too. So there we have rage. Let's you get it all out. Yeah. The, the lefties are right about that. Just getting out and screaming into the sky. <laughs> the primal scream. Yeah. It can yeah. help out. It can definitely help <laughs> out a bit now. Yeah. I mean, you ready to get your whole your studio back out and hooked up and rocking and rolling? Are you? Uh, it's gonna take. A, I'm hoping to do it uh, rather quickly, but um, you know, it, hey, this didn't work out so bad. Yeah, I may, I may just do it like this, like uh, some nightclub singer, just walk around uh, the room with a a mic in my hand. Um, <laughs> well, how do you? Okay, well, now the mic. See, that's still when you have to get the laptop connecting to the uh, to the hotspot. Yes, the 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 the, la- the laptop is about four feet from the phone which is on a windowsill so it's getting some type of uh you know signal from over the air there and then uh, the mic cord is actually i exaggerated it's only about five feet long so i really can't do that but well, now you could pretend. probably find a microphone to plug right into the phone then you could just walk around the mall or the grocery store <laughs> and be doing you know, a show that's something that that's something that i see all the time and like like the the music bed bugs you right under your thing that you mentioned earlier, the guy right. doing the video, that's something that I don't understand. And it bugs the shit out of me is people who feel compelled to do videos while they're walking around, <laughs> walking down Unless the they're at like a, yeah. You I mean, if you're at a bomb site or a protest or some news event, okay, I get that. But you're, you're just walking around a fucking block. You know, you're, you're, you're cruising past the Seven Eleven. We don't need to see that. It adds nothing. It adds nothing to the production. Stop doing it. Yeah, it's well, it's like the <laughs> when you're playing the music in the car and all this kind of stuff. There's yeah. always annoying. Yeah, we expect the uh, only the best. We try to give the best quality audio when we do stuff. We and do. As, as Sir Gene always says, he, he still can't even hear the your voice is so low. So we have to we have to have a nice, clean place to start so we can EQ it so Gene yeah. can hear it. Yeah, yeah. until Darren processes the, my signal, only hippos can hear me. <laughs> Hey, but that's a good bunch of people that you want on your side. (laughs) No question about it. And I'm sure there will be a a random thoughts this week. I don't know what it's going to be about. You don't know. Okay. I don't know. I mean, you're going to have a lot of content. I have a feeling now that you have escaped commie California. Yes, I am going to have a lot of content, but I've got, I've got to sort of sift through it and sort of get my bearings because I basically just landed on the East coast. And um, so I would, I would suggest that people check out the last two episodes, which were my road trip, 3,500 miles and about 11 or 12 days across the country, identify the commie states. And the last one is doing very well. It's called um, Tales from Lost America. Okay. So. Yeah. And we were, you that. know, it's good to hear that Moose is doing okay. I was kind of disappointed though. You didn't break any sinks or any hotel rooms. <laughs> I didn't, I did no vandalism this time, either intentional or not. No. And I'm, you know, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you did give good advice. I think it was in the last, uh, that Larry show. It's like, even at the nicer hotels before you really make yourself at home, oh, make yeah. sure you check all this stuff. You have to, because I got burned once like that. You know, we lugged all these goddamn bags. That's another thing. I don't understand. Well, I guess part of it is moose. But when I was a kid, 
and I'm sure you as well, Darren, you go away like even a, a like a just a long weekend or something with your parents, right? There were four bags. Mom and dad each had their suitcases and my brother and I had like miniature versions. Of, that was it. Right. Now we have all this shit. I don't understand. I get the, we have to take a little more. We need to bring a cooler because Moose, because of his, his condition, um, only eats like, uh, you know, ranch raised beef and fresh veggies and all this shit. So we have a cooler to keep his, well, yeah, his don't, chow in. Don't forget. He only drinks a uh, perfectly chilled Perrier. Evian is his. Oh, choice. Evian now? Wow. But, yeah. Yeah. There's benzene in the Perry. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, you know, but all this, I don't understand why we all need so much shit. And it's not just us. I mean, every family, they've got like one car for their bodies and another for their luggage. I don't understand how this happened, but I, so all I want to do is get into minimalism. So maybe you're right there. Maybe I'm just going to fucking throw out the laptop and all this shit. Just walk around with my cell phone and use those for files that's it good work <laughs> then you could just start get down the path of the appalachian trail see how far you make it there you it. go yes with just the yes. pack on your back that'd be it that'd be good content that would be it would be yeah <laughs> but i highly recommend everybody check out that larryshow.com and if you haven't subscribed there yet what are you waiting for yeah and please follow me on twitter because those commie bastards bounced me after several years they had like almost two thousand followers they're all gone now it's like square one so go to twitter and put in that search bar the number two that larry show you'll find me there follow me and i do a lot of ranting over there and sometimes darren chimes in and there were people pointing to some account on instagram that can get people unblocked is this a real thing i didn't really look into I didn't know that. We may have to try this and get the original we one may. back. Because it's like, again, you were speaking hyperbolic. You know, again, don't say you weren't. Just say I was speaking hyperbolically when I said <laughs> that there should be heads on a post. And then the video of watch, you know, this whole thing was yeah. just, it was just yeah. hyperbolic speech. And, you know, and in retrospect, I, you know, like you, I said, I, my, my new account name is two, number two, that Larry show. I, I think it was on no agenda. It was on no agenda social. Is either there or Twitter. Somebody has an account name that I love, and I wish I took that. Heads on Pikes. Like that. <laughs> oh, that sounds a little bit. Uh, <laughs> see, you can't say it in a message, but if you name your account that, nobody pays any attention. Nobody cares. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so follow Larry on Twitter, and then we will be back with a show soon. Probably not live next Monday because, you know, Rit Canal, but we may do a show oh, early right. or a little late. So maybe we can. Yeah, maybe we'll pre-record something before, and we'll we'll get you in a in a zen zone. So you won't even need uh, anesthesia, I'm sure. We'll right. get you so chill, Darren. <laughs> I was like, uh, I'll take the because they're like there was another entodontist there, and I'm like, no, I want the guy that I had last time. He was good. He didn't kill me or good. anything like that. Good. And, Stick uh, to your guns. Uh huh. That one, and then there's still the other tooth that's right above that. But once I get both of those done, then hopefully, hopefully yeah. that'll be done for a uh, a nice long time. But Good. it'll just make for more good content it'll it's definitely mm. good for rage anytime somebody has to stick needles in your mouth oh yeah or your eye <laughs> the rage yeah. is coming but until next time he is the one and only larry blydner i am darren o'neill later everybody the u.s strikes back killing a member of the islamic state <laughs> Whole world going to shit.